0: The Amnesty International Comedy Podcast.
1: Uh, Hello, thanks so much for taking the time to download this podcast from
0: Amnesty International. Uh, I'm Adam Hills. And I'm Fred McCauley, and you're right to thank them for downloading it, Adam, because it really is the least they could do. Uh, Amnesty International have made this for you, and you should see what you can do for Amnesty. (laughs) That was was lovely. That was almost becoming a lecture then. Uh, uh, Well, you know... Well, fair enough, okay, but look, all all people have to do, they should visit amnesty.org.uk slash edfest and get involved. Okay, that is fair enough. All right, that's all I wanted to say. Adam and I are going to be comping the Stand Up For Freedom gig this Thursday. It's the 19th of August, right here at Venue 150. So if you're in Edinburgh, get yourself a ticket.
1: Now, we're going to tell you a little bit more about who's on that show
0: later on in the podcast. I'm going back into lecture mode.
2: Yes, we are.
0: So keep listening for that. Coming up now in this podcast, LA Sensations, Ronan Beverly. Stand-up from Reginald D. Hunter and Andy Zaltzman. And Caroline Ray. And, of course, another rummage around the Amnesty International Comedy Archive. First off, though, this is part one of
1: Richard Melvin's... Richard Melvin. Oh, yeah. He's not that talented, is he?
0: Yeah. Well, he he is exactly that talented. (laughs) (laughs)
1: He <laughs> did a report from the annual Comedians versus Critics football match, and uh, this is it.
3: Well, listeners to the Amnesty International Comedy Podcast, welcome to Meadowbank Stadium, the historic football ground in the heart of Edinburgh, where the annual Comedians versus Critics football match is about to take place. The teams are on the pitch, the critics are warming up, the Comedians, well... They're all sitting down, I think. Well, actually, one of them's smoking. Let's go and get in amongst it and see what we can find out.
0: Welcome to
1: the uh, Comedians vs. Critics football match. Here's the sound of the Vuvuzela.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Bit of a wet one, that Rich, (laughs) I'm afraid. (laughs) we just kicked off. The atmosphere is electric. As uh, Doc Brown on the ball there falls over. And uh, then Aidan Bishop runs through. Mm. Runs through at the goalie. Screaming at him. But the goalie picks it up instead.
3: Steve Ballinger from Amnesty. Hello again on the podcast. Hello. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Now, tell us a little bit about why we're here today and what this is all about. Okay, well, We're here at Medibank Stadium because of a comedian called
1: Zaganar uh, He's been jailed for 35 years in Burma just for speaking out against the government. All of the comedians and all of the critics have got Zaganar 's name on the back of their shirt. Uh, and in addition, we know Zaganar is a massive football fan as well, Man United fan in fact. Um, so hopefully we can get a message to him in prison and let him know that this is taking place and that his fellow comedians are all back in the campaign by Amnesty International to get him free. Great. Now, who do you think is going to win? Well, at the moment, the comedians are looking pretty tasty. I'm really surprised. Um, They were all slightly frightened that they weren't even going to make it through to the the full 90 minutes, but they're looking quite tasty on the ball, I think. Lee Kern looks good. Rob Rouse has got them all whipped up into a frenzy in the huddle beforehand, and uh, I think the, the critics are getting it in the neck at the moment.
0: Okay, we'll find out how the game unfolds a wee bit later on in the podcast. Um, now it's time for a couple of bits of stand-up
1: comedy. The first will be from Reginald D. Hunter, uh, who is on every night at the Pleasance. And then it's Andy
5: Zaltzman, who's on every night at the stand. This is the best comedy festival in the world, period, bar none. The, uh, number two is so far behind, it should be number three. And the reason <laughs> some of the best comics in the world are here, that's one of the reasons I come. I get to be around some of the best comics in the world for a month. And like my dad used to say, if you are around shit, you will become shit. <laughs> my father's a ghetto Jedi. And, um... <laughs> or as we say, a Gedi. And, um... And, uh, yeah, man, um, I'm, I'm going back to Georgia in September. And my friends back in Georgia are constantly asking me about Britain. Constantly, just, you know. First thing they ask you, a lot of white people. A lot of white people over there. A lot of white people. A lot of white people. A lot of white people. <laughs> man, this is where they make white people, man. <laughs> it's like white people's Africa. <laughs> <laughs> then next thing, of course, racism. A lot of racism over there. A lot of racism and racism. Well, they got some racial issues, but they ain't got racial problems. They got more class problems. And for those of you who do not know, a class system is what you use to discriminate against people who look like you. It is fucking genius. I mean, <laughs> back in the states, we used that old-fashioned color thing, but you over here, state of the art hatred. It is fucking <laughs> weird thing about this festival. You get to see the English language on display, and I love the English language. It's great. Full of, it's, English language is great for action and possession and stuff but it's not so good with nuance, you know like, did you know there's a German word which means to enjoy someone else's misery the Germans got that shit into one word there's a Russian word which means I love you but I hate you in this moment one word English language doesn't even attempt to do nothing like that and it should, there should be an English word for something like I know I just fucked up, but right now, I really need you not to give me shit about it. (laughs) Think how many lives that could've saved, man. (laughs) Or maybe there should be a word for something like, just before you walked up and stood next to me, I had farted and you walked right into it. (laughs) I feel partly responsible, but not completely. And there definitely should be a word for something like, yes, I would really like to have sex with you too, but first, I need you to convince me that afterwards, you can keep your fucking mouth shut. (laughs) Tiger Woods could have used that word.
4: It's a very complicated area, human rights. We've seen this through the War on Terror, um, which I'm I'm bored of the War on Terror. I'm particularly bored of those Islamic fundamentalists who want to have their overly zealous cake and stop women from eating it. Um, But uh, it's been interesting from a human rights perspective and uh, Obama's doing a lot of the right things. He's uh, closing Guantanamo. And um, they had on trial Sheikh Mohammed in, uh, in Guantanamo. He's the number three ranked baddie in the whole of Al-Qaeda, which I think means he's seeded to play Bin Laden in the semi-final. <laughs> and um, we'd all tune in for that. And um, the problem was he was waterboarded, Sheikh Mohammed. Are you familiar with waterboarding? For those you don't know it, it's a torch technique that the Americans were using under the Bush regime. Of course, they denied it was torture. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld, that one man, Vesuvius of bullshit. Um, He said it wasn't torture, it was merely inquisitive horseplay. So, an important legal definition, but um, involving being strapped to a board, having cellophane wrapped around your head, and then simulated drowning, proving that there is, as ever, a very fine line between systematic torture and (laughs) And, stag-do. Really, the only discernible difference is the absence of forced bonhomie. (laughs) uh, and the 60% chance of an ultimately happy outcome.
3: <laughs> and, but <laughs>
4: but it's, um, it's kind of embarrassing to lose the moral high ground in a war against terrorism because we don't think we're morally superior. We look at a country like Iran, for example, we don't think we have a superior moral code because in Iran they, they have quite appallingly discriminatory attitudes towards homosexuality. Because in Iran, sodomy is punishable by death, but lesbianism only gets a 100 lashes. Now that is feminism gone mad,
0: isn't it? Come on, let's have some
4: equality in the world. I love equality, I love equality so much that I will not rest until all Iranian lesbians are dead. And I encourage you freedom-loving people of Edinburgh to do the same. So we can build a better world, people.
0: That's Andy Zaltzman. Now, if you like podcasts, and I know I do, you should have a listen to his Bugle podcast. Uh, it's time now to go back to the football match. Uh, part two of the report, thankfully, which
1: some, with some commentary from Doc Brown, because Richard Melvin, oh, he really stank it up the first time. <laughs>
6: Well, for the Amnesty International podcast now, you are in tune to Mr. Doc Brown. It's lobbed out wide towards Brodkin. He's got time and space now to swing one and he's gone in first time. Oh, headed out from the six yard box. Oh, it's uh, the youngster Ben there from the Idiot's Advance lacing it on the half volley with the left foot. Vuvuzela's strike up their uh, Inimitable honk uh, that we all fell in love with over the month of July. A bit of skill there from Brodkin, not quite paying off, but it's, it's run loose onto the right wing. Here's McLaughlin, Danny McLaughlin. He's got time and space here on the edge of the box. Oh, he's laid in a beautiful ball. It's Lee Kern. Oh, and it's there on the goal line. It's up for grabs.
3: Oh. Well, it's half time now in the football match and it's 2-0 to the comedian. So let's get in amongst it and see if Rob Rouse is managing to motivate the boys. What's mm. happening, Rob? Oh, we're winning 2-0. And we're very well.
7: Uh, great goals from um, Danny's Danny scored the second one. Who got the first one? Simon Broadkin got the first one. Amazing, amazing play. Proud of, I'm proud of everyone. I can't barely
1: speak. I'm proud of everyone. Can I lean on you. you yeah, no a mm.
0: Mm.
3: Now they're quite handy looking the critics, but you've got the measure of them, I think. We're handy looking, we're handier looking though. I've got more handiness.
1: Yeah, we, need, we need to put our eaten orange peels in a different receptacle to the one that we haven't eaten. <laughs> that's important. Team package. talk, team talk.
8: <laughs> yeah, that's sorted. <laughs> Don't put too much weight on the fruballs when we put it through. Don't put too much weight on during
3: half time. No. There's some young fans in the crowd as well, which is all good, cheering on the team. What team are you supporting? <laughs> all right. Okay, so we're here in uh, Brooks Bar at the Pleasants, and I'm with Ronna and Beverly. Hello. Hello,
7: hello, you? hello, hello, hello. How are you? Hi,
3: how are you? Oh, I'm very good, thank you. How are you?
7: Terrific. Okay. We're so delighted to be. I mean, Edinburgh was really fantastic I love Scotland, and I yeah. love my freedom. I'm very excited about my freedom. I'm sorry some people don't have it.
3: So what have you found to do so far in Edinburgh that you've enjoyed?
7: Well, what I like is all the parts that remind me of home, the things that remind me of Disney World. Like, it feels like a giant Scottish pavilion at Epcot Centre which I absolutely love. Like, I'd like to put, like, a kilt on and, like, take a picture with Mickey Mouse, but you can't do that.
2: Is that hysterical? Yeah. For me, I'm seeing four plays in the morning. We're doing a show in the afternoon for an hour. Some people call that working. And then I see another three shows at night. It's fantastic. I feel like I'm at fantasy camp. My favorite thing so
7: far is a tie between the improvised musical, the improv musical, the musical improv show, the improvisers of music, and Showstopper, the musical improv.
3: Have you seen anything with a script?
2: Hmm? What? And no. Five guys named Mo. Oh yeah. Oh, five five come on. Named Clark Peters? Um, forget it. He. I, oh, I loved him on The Wire. I love him on Tremé. Yeah. Five guys named Mo. I, Unbelievable. I just love black people.
3: Can you tell us a little bit about your own show that you've brought here to Edinburgh? Sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our show yeah. Yeah. is what you call yeah. sort of a chat show. Basically, we are the best-selling co-authors of You'll Do a Little Better Next Time, A Guide to Marriage. And Remarriage. And Remarriage for Jewish Singles. It's, but, 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 but. It's but for everyone. Everyone. Jewish in the name but it's for everyone. Yeah, it's, we yeah. take our book, yeah. and then we take people's true stories from their real lives. In yeah. this case, we happen to have a few celebrities. Yeah. Stop in. I wouldn't yeah. mind. Part Excuse of me. A couple me. Of Matt, of Lucas, Matt Lucas, Simon Amstel. Part Pardon me, Chris O'Dowd, Charles Brandris. nobody, just nobody, right? If, you, if nobody. you have all night, I can keep the list going. Yeah, we do. You know, we do a couple chapters. We teach people a couple of things, and then we tell people how to fix themselves. Yeah, they don't want to be alone for the rest of their lives. They buy the book.
3: Okay, and so if you managed to get some fairly interesting revelations
7: out of some of these celebrities, well, yeah, it, which one? I mean, Alex it just Zane. Keeps going. Alex Zane. Zane. He's, He's not interested in any sort of intercourse or lovemaking with yeah. anyone.
2: He doesn't like to use his penis. Because he's, well, I don't know if he doesn't like to use it, but he prefers to use his eyes to watch videos all night. He's a movie buff. Yeah. Look, you're a movie buff. He wants to do what he likes to do. He doesn't think he has enough time on this planet to see as many movies. There's so many movies. I said, you're so
7: cute. You should watch more pornography. So, what
3: else are you looking forward to doing while you're here in Edinburgh?
7: Several more improvised musicals that I would love
2: to catch.
3: Good. Well, Ronner and Beverly, thank you very much indeed for talking Uh, to us. It's been a pleasure.
7: Uh,
2: Uh, A pleasure. pleasure. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And it's a wonderful thing that you (laughs) do.
0: You're listening to the Amnesty International Comedy Podcast with me, Fred Macaulay, and him, Adam Hills. And it's stand-up time again, this is a little bit of Caroline Ray.
1: She's the one from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Ah! Ah,
9: hello. How are you? I know, I seem so different on Sabrina. Now I'm the talking pussy. Anyway, has anybody been married in the room for a long time? Yes. Very sad and winded. How long? 22 years. That is fucking long. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm so glad I didn't meet the love of my life till I was 39, because now, even if I do have to spend the rest of my life with him, it's not that long. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if I'd gotten married at 21, I would just be up for parole now. But um, He thinks that we don't have enough sex, but sometimes you have to explain to men that marriage is like a movie, and uh, sometimes blowjobs are only in the trailer. So... <laughs> but it made you buy a ticket. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't understand the couples have been married a very, very long time. Can you imagine they've been married like 50 years and Viagra came along? The wife must've been like, I'm sorry, it does what? (laughs) Don't be ridiculous, those are going right in the toilet. No, absolutely not. No, I, no, get that thing away from me. Don't be, no, I won't take my teeth out. What has happened to you? (laughs) Honest to God. I don't understand Viagra. I like pie, but I don't want to eat it for four hours. Do you know what I mean?
3: The final whistle has just gone and it's ended 3-2 to the comedians and what a great game of football it was. Played in great spirits, not too many fouls um, and at, you know, a disappointingly slow pace. But apart from that, quite a game. Let's go and see how everyone's feeling. Rob Rouse, victorious captain, how do you feel? Richard,
1: I, I, the words cannot begin to express how excited, elated, over the moon, genuinely
3: over the moon I feel. Just uh, I'm proud of all the boys, they gave 110%. Brian Logan, how was that?
0: Uh... I'm choked, almost too devastated to speak. (laughs) I felt the longer the game went on, there was only going to be one team who won it. Unfortunately, the other team won it. Congratulations to the comics. It's uh, very rare that they get the upper hand over their journalistic profession, and I? Wish them very well.
6: A revelation there.
0: We were on the ropes,
6: but we scraped through in the end 3-2. Fantastic game, us, I might say. We battered them first half. Eric was probably the hero in goal, Keith Farnham at the back as well, absolute soldier, stalwart performance and uh, I think it was a thoroughly deserved win by the comics, last sort of final throw of the dice by the critics but it was too little too late, almost like their recommendations, just too little too late.
0: Nice to see the comedians winning against the critics eh? Yeah, they One got... back for the good guys. I I remember playing in a critics versus comedians match a few years ago and just kept, every time a critic kicked the ball, just go, oh, that wasn't very good, two stars. (laughs) I've seen it all before. You should come up with some new moves, some very old moves there. Some of those moves were three years old. I mean, the crowd seemed to like it, but I really didn't go with it. (laughs) These were moves that other comedians had been doing years ago. That was an old Jim Bowen move. (laughs) So um, we're actually talking from the venue where the gig is going to take place it's venue 150 it's the EICC which is short for Edinburgh International Conference Centre but it'll be anything anything like a conference won't it
1: well it's it's an amazing I mean the, the amnesty shows every year are just so lovely to do like the audience are all in a good mood they know they're there for a good cause and this year is like it's really kind of poignant this year because it's a, it's for a comedian in yeah. Burma who was locked up for criticizing the government can you Matt, like, how many times have either of us criticised the
0: government on stage? I know. I make a point of it whenever I'm on stage to criticise the government, just to tempt them. <laughs> come on. It is the, what he has done in Burma, is the, what we do in Scotland is they come and have a go. Uh, <laughs> sadly for him, they did, but, you know, there but for the grace of God, go we. Oh, indeed. And 35,
1: 35 years. If you were locked up for 35 years for every time you've criticised the government on stage,
0: That'd be seventy years. <laughs> so far, so far. And
1: the yeah. lineup this year is amazing. I think it's Dan oh. Antopolski. It is. Uh, let's see, Doc Brown. Who you heard
0: earlier? Yes, uh, John Bishop. Wow. Is anybody selling more tickets than John Bishop? He's he's brilliant. He's a phenomenon here in Edinburgh this year. And for those that can't get a ticket for his gig, you can see him here mm-hmm. with us. Mm-hmm. I don't know if whether you're introducing him or I'm introducing him. Um, I think you are. Oh, nice one yeah 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 who else have we got to bring um emo phillips has just been confirmed (sighs) that's what oh (laughs) for the gig for the gig i get you i've got it mark watson's going to be here (laughs) he's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tim Keyes. Tim Key yeah. won the, the award last, last year. And the beautiful, the gifted, the talented Danielle Ward. I've worked with her loads of times over the last couple of years. So looking forward to seeing her doing stand up. It's mainly radio I do with her or podcasts, but are going to get a chance to see her doing stand up. Uh, and there are some also uh, special guests yet to be announced. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. What? They can just pitch up in the night.
1: <laughs> and the compares are pretty amazing as well, from uh, what I've heard.
0: Fringe legends. <coughs> Fringe legend. That's it,
1: the first time. Have you ever been described in the press as a fringe veteran?
0: No! <laughs> I, had, not I've a fringe had... veteran, but I have had veteran comic. Really? Yeah. Does That really hurts, doesn't it? Doesn't it? it? You, they think it's a compliment. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, he's a veteran comic. He knows what he's doing. No! <laughs> it means I've lost all my hair and what's left is going grey. That's what veteran means. <laughs> veteran means somebody that walks on going, what? What's that? <laughs> Who are you people? Why are you here? Bob Hope Was a veteran comic. I'm still young and thrusting. I'm not thrusting what I used to thrust, but I'm still thrusting.
1: I want that to be the name of your next show. Fred Macaulay (laughs) is young and thrusting.
0: (laughs) My next show is going to be called Fred Macaulay Perpetual State of Weariness. Adam, I'm so looking forward to working with you. Same. Tell them where we're going to be. We're going to be at the EICC, the Edinburgh International
1: Conference Centre. It's uh, What's the date again? It's it is Thursday the 19th. Yeah, Listen,
0: if you want the exact details, go to amnesty.org.uk slash edfest. And before we go, here is some classic comedy from the Amnesty Archive. This is John Cleese, Michael Palin, Dawn
1: French, appearing at a secret policeman's ball in 1989. Thank Thanks you very for much for listening.
8: Uh, good morning. Hello. I'd like to have an argument, please.
9: <laughs> right. Now, are you sure you wouldn't prefer a lengthy, moist Rogery?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
8: oh no, just an argument, please.
9: Right, here. Yeah. Now do you want the single argument, or can I offer you a course?
8: Uh well, what is the cost?
9: Well, it's two pounds for a five-minute argument, but only fifteen pounds for a course of ten. Oh.
8: Well, I think I'll just take the, uh, the five minutes and see how it all goes right. There. All, all right, all right. Thank now, you.
9: let's see who's free. Mr. Wobblebot is free, but Ooh. he's a bit conciliatory, oh. Mr. Wobblebot. Nice name. Um, now, what about Mr. Nichols, room 12? Thank you very
8: much. Thank you. What do you want? What? Don't give me that, you snotty-faced heap of parrot oh, I'll tell outside. Shut I'll... me a festering gob, you tit! You type makes right me puke, you, you scrofulous, toffy nosed vacuous pervert! Look, I came here for an argument. I oh, 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 I'm sorry, this is abuse. Oh, oh I see, that can... explains it. Yes, you want um, oh. 12 A's next door. Oh, I see. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> sorry. No, no, it's okay, it's okay. Stupid git. <clears throat> uh, is this the right one for an argument? I've told you once... I uh, no, you haven't. Yes, I have. When? Just now. No, you didn't. Yes, I did You didn't. I did. You didn't. I'm telling you, I did. You didn't. I'm so sorry. Oh, sorry. Is this the five-minute argument or the full half-hour? Oh! <laughs> uh, just the five minutes. Just the five minutes. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, I did. You most certainly did not. Now let's get one thing quite clear. I most definitely told you. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. 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 No, you didn't. 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 No, you not No, you not No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you not No, you I came here for a good argument. No, you didn't. You came for an argument. An argument isn't just contradiction. Well, it can be. No, it can't. An argument is a connected theory of statements intended to establish a proposition. No, it isn't. Yes, it, it is. It isn't just contradiction. Look, if, a, if I argue with you, I must take up a contrary position. Yeah, well, it isn't just saying no, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it, no, it isn't. Yes, it isn't. Yes, it isn't. No, it isn't. No, it yes, isn't. No, it isn't. Look, argument... It's an intellectual process. Contradiction is just a automatic gain thing of anything the other person No, it says. isn't. It is. It is not. Now, look. Thank you. Good morning. <laughs>
0: the Amnesty International Comedy Podcast.
3: Everyone in this podcast has donated their time and performance to Amnesty International. We use our freedom of expression to support those who have none. Protect freedom of expression for everyone by joining Amnesty at amnesty.org.uk slash edfest.